We will be joined by Maurice Redebe, the director of Wits Business School. Maurice has a long history in business, going as far back as working in his grandfather's shops at the age of seven. Since then, he's gone on to earn his BSc in applied mathematics and physics, as well as an MBA. I never did get my MBA. I'm still working on my MCA, a master's in character acquisition. Today, Maurice is going to share his vision for God-honoring business in Africa and explore what redemptive business looks like. Thank you very much. Let me say I'm really feeling honored and privileged to be part of this great launch. This one launch, this initiative is timely. It's almost like a Rima word. Its season is right. Its idea that is time is the time of this idea has come. It is a, it is a very important what you're doing, and I really want to congratulate you. In fact, I think I would like to clap hands for you guys who have done such a great job uh, in in putting together this initiative. I know I've put initiatives before over the last 30 years in my life and business. It's challenging, it's difficult. You must have been sweating tears, blood, and prayers to get it where we are now. So well done. Right, uh, I've been asked to, to speak under this theme of God honoring business in Africa. And, and I specifically wanted, the, one, the theme that I have is to talk about redemptive business and how, what redemptive tools we need to have. Now, let me be honest with you, I've, I've, I've uh, done a lot of presentations over the last 30 years in my career on PowerPoints. Uh, at business school, I do a lot of uh, PowerPoints. Uh, but when I speak about marketplace ministry, which is my passion, I really want to speak from the heart. And I want to hear what the Lord says to me. I want to hear what the Word says. And I decided that I'm going to not use a PowerPoint. So please forgive me about that. I really uh, bear with me here. I just want to read the Word of God because I believe what we learn from the Word of God will apply and it has applied in my life on all business principles. In fact, I read a lot of business principles from books and I know when I read it that whoever the writer is has picked it up from the Word of God. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Up to 28. So I'm going to read it slowly. I'm going to read verse by verse. And I'm going to speak as I read. Amplify the principles in that verse. And in that word. In order for you to catch. The, the impartation of what I really want to do today. I want you to be impacted by this word of God. So that it inspires you. So that it, it, it urges you to be a God honoring business person. A person who's going to go out and bring God's redemption through business. Because I believe business is a platform for ministry. For many years I've been in business. I have basically known that I have to use business as a ministry. I am called into business. And like many other callings, other people are called from, to do other things. They're called into different professions. Some of them are called into um, uh, um, uh, serving God at church. I am called to be in business. I'm called for the marketplace. 
I know that calling, and I want to emphasize that calling right now before we even start. Because some people think calling is only when you preach on Sunday. And they use the word full time. When you go to Bible school and you become a minister on a full time basis at church. No, no, no. All of us are full time. I have been full time in ministry in the business sector. So one thing I want to emphasize right there. The only way you can have a redemptive spirit in your business is when you understand that you're called. So, there you are. So, let's read. And I'm reading in New King's James Version. If you can put it on the screen, please go ahead. Uh, Genesis chapter 1, and I'm going to read verse 26. Then God said, you know, immediately the... The verse starts by saying, God said, I, my eyes sprinkle, my spiritual antenna will stand up because I want to understand what God said. Let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. Let me stop there. I want to change the word man there and put, let us make businessmen and businesswomen, business person in our own image. Let us make Maurice. In God's image, just as he, he is a business person with the DNA of a business person, inspired by his grandfather, who was a business person, let us make him with the unique talents and gifts in our own image. That's image of God. I want you, when you're in business, know that you are made in the image of God. Business people are vilified, and we tend to think that business people, especially uh, in our church, business people are not really given the spiritual mentoring and spiritual nurturing that they require when they're in business. You are made in the image of God. You are called to this ministry. And the second thing now, you've got a mandate when you're a business. And this is a mandate that God gives you here in this verse. The mandate is... Go and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over the all earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps. I'm going to stop there, and because I want to spend a bit of time there. First, the mandate is to have dominion. Dominion doesn't mean you must be autocratic and be a dictator. It simply means that you must play a leading role. You know the hair. You know the tail. Your head. A leading role in these sectors. Number one, the fish of the sea. We need to play a leading role in the whole marine industry, the whole maritime industry, in the shipping industry, in the fishing industry. How many of us who are Christian business leaders in this continent have got a stake in that business? Know how it works. Understand the intricacies of it. Know how you can innovate in that business. Ownership of it. Please, researchers, go and do some research and come and tell me. But I can guess that very little of us are there. And yet we are God-honoring business leaders. And God has given us a mandate to go and dominate that place. To lead the sea is full of resources, but we are not there. We need to go and redeem that sector. 
So I'm urging you in the name of Jesus to go. Study it. Develop career programs that will push our young leaders into that space. The second one, birds of the air. We can talk about birds and as we know them, but the real birds that are flying now is, is, the, is the airplanes, the aircrafts. Who is dominating and leading in the aviation industry is God-fearing? Who can creatively run that businesses cost-effectively? Right now it's been devastated by, by COVID-19. It needs to be redeemed, that industry. Aviation, that's the mandate that God has given us to redeem that industry because it connects people. It, it facilitates even the preaching of the gospel. It makes sure that all the connectivity of the world is there. The tourism industry generated by that. Where are we in that industry to redeem it? Because the mandate is going on. Over the cattle. In the continent here, there was a time where Zimbabwe was the basket of food. Food security of the entire Southern Africa dependent on Zimbabwe. But now where are we? We've got to import food. For God's sake, when the, we've got such a fertile land. Where are we as Christian God-honoring business leaders? God is calling us to be farmers. And God is going to bring the same kind of crop that the children, uh, uh, when Caleb and Joshua went and spied uh, the land they came with, so much uh, crop and grape that they could not even carry it. That's what God wants to redeem the earth in agriculture, agro-processing, technology that is required, commercial farming, big, big commercial farming. We need to be there in that sector. The word of God continues to say, and every creeping animal around her, the whole animals of the world, game farming, Big industry. Where are we? We need to go and redeem there. It looks like God was giving us this mandate sector by sector by sector, and we have not really applied our mind. And I'm charging you to apply your mind. And I'm just telling you what is God's mandate in the word of God. So God created man in his own image. That's verse 27. In the image, he created him, male and female. Now, let's talk about women empowerment. It is our responsibility as God-honoring people. If you're running a company, you don't need government to tell you about women empowerment. You don't need the gender activists to come and tell you about gender equality. It is God who's saying here, he created men, male and female. We need to bring women to be part of the workplace. We need to promote diversity because I promise you, women have got a way of making decisions very different from ours. And sometimes that decision making is accurate. I operate in business and many a times when I'm stuck and I cannot think through a business, I just ask my wife from her belly, she's a prayer warrior, she would tell me exactly what I need to do. And I promise you, if you are 
in tune with the word of God, let's make sure that women empowerment is not just a slogan. Right now in the statistics tells us, I don't want to bother you with the statistics because there's lots of researchers here that can tell you, but on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, there's very little women on the boards, uh, or on, on ownership, very little women on the board. God created us, male and female, to be co-creators with him. So that's the redemption. Redemption of women, folk, females. Redeem them from poverty. Redeem them from uh, virtual slavery. As a continent right now, with 600 million people do not have energy. I'm coming from that. And who suffers most? It's women, because they've got to wake up in the morning, go and collect wood, make fire in order to cook. By the time they're not gone to school, we're losing so much talent. So I'm saying let's go and redeem our mothers, our aunts, our sisters in the Lord and encourage them to take their rightful place in business in this continent. I promise you, if men and women were running this continent, uh, particularly in the area of business, we will have less wars. Because who suffers when there's a war? It's women and children. So they know the suffering. So that's why the Bible says male and female are there. So let's not have an argument about women empowerment. We just need to go and do it, and we do it well. Verse 28 then God bless them. Let me tell you, you are a child of God in business. I know this. You are favored by God. Not favoritism, but favored by God. Blessing is about supernatural empowerment. Ability to think through supernaturally. Ability to solve problems. Many times we've sat in meetings or business meetings where things are going horribly wrong. And God will deposit an idea which I never even dreamed about. And I don't know where it came from. And I will suggest it and it will solve and will move forward. I don't have time to tell you about what I call marketplace miracles that God has done in my life over the last 30 years. But we lock God only on our falls of our church. And we think miracles only happen in church. We need to release the power of the Holy Spirit and the renewal of our mind to be able to do things for God in the marketplace. So, again, in this blessing has got very specific things that we need to do. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Fruitful means you must innovate. Fruitful you must be creative. Fruitful means you must produce. Produce things here. Yeah. In our continent. Right now we don't have our own vaccine. We're begging vaccine from America, from China, from Russia. And we do not manufacture our own vaccine. We do not manufacture our own cars. We do not manufacture. We do not have the creativity. Everything we import. And yet God has blessed us to be fruitful. So I challenge all of us that we create research and development. We must invest in research and development. If you're a business person, make sure that you've got research and development and innovation, innovation hubs, uh, uh, startup uh, in, uh, incubators. Get all those things up and running. 
Multiply. That's another mandate. It's part of your blessing. We tend to start businesses and then you run it uh, as a small business and you stay a small business as long as feed it you and your family. Look at Kennel Sandals. KFC started one business, second one, third one. From there, it's all over the world because it multiplied the formula, the business model. McDonald, how many of us have been dragged squeaking and screaming as parents, even as a grandparent now? My granddaughter just dragged me squeaking and screaming to McDonald because they want something from McDonald. Everywhere in the world is there because they multiply. Let's learn the, the principle of multiplication. It will re redeem our continent. Fill the earth. Let's start global businesses. And, and we must have a global mindset. When you start a business, you must think, how global can I make it? Spent time in Harvard, and I was reading a lot of case studies. Even when somebody's starting a florist business, a small business, they will be thinking, how am I making it globally in most of those case studies? Fill the earth. That's what the Bible says. That's what God says to you. Fill the earth. Brothers and sisters in our continent, I'm asking you to fill the earth with the resources, with the ingenuity, with the capability that God has already given us. Fill the earth and then subdue it. Subdue it does not mean again to be a dictator, but it means we must lead. We must lead. That's our mandate. Leading on the sectors that I've already said about them. Leading the sectors of dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living creature on earth. I want to conclude now. My message at this Ziwane launch, which I'm so grateful for, and I thank God for that, is that we are challenged by God through this word that we need to rise up and be counted. We need to be co-creators with God in the redemption of the African continent. Redemption from corruption. The reason why this corruption is ravaging our continent is because in any corruption there's a corruptor and a corruptee. Normally the corruptor is a business person. And if the business person is, is, is Corrupt, you're going to make sure that the government is going to be corrupt. They will do everything to corrupt those government officials. So, let's rise up and deal with the scourge of corruption in this continent by making sure that we've got business people who are God-honoring, who are value-based, who've got leadership that is servant leadership and not going to corrupt the officials. Number two, we need to be productive. We need to produce in this continent. We need to beneficiate. I mean, this word is already cliche. It pains me to know how much oil we have in this continent, and yet we do not have refineries in this, in this, in this continent. We have to send product away. Right now, we have got a huge guest findings in Mozambique. It has turned up to be a curse instead of a blessing. Why? Because people are fighting. Conflict is there, and the major oil companies will pull out. It needs you and me, men of peace, men that love God, who are going to be running these massive findings that we find in our natural resources that are in this continent, so that we can make sure that there is peace, 
there's stability, there's prosperity, and people are blessed. And finally, people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you.